talking about strategy with Jose Sapatino, senior consultant with Summa Strategies. Thanks for having me, Alan. I, it seems to me that everybody's pitching to the same voter. Do you see that too? Yeah, I think so. And I think in a climate where affordability is such a, a big issue and we're seeing record inflation numbers, it makes sense that um, you know candidates across uh, the various political parties are making a pitch directly to families and directly to Ontarians who are trying to lower their everyday bills, whether that's gas or groceries. So I think this is part for the course. And then you sort of have the devil in the details here, the different perspectives on how it is that you go uh, about lowering costs for everyday people. You know, the, the conservatives say, well, here's the money back for your sticker, whereas Andrew Horvath is saying, well, we're going to hire you know more public uh, you know support workers and nurses and that sort of thing. Can you comment on that? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, Doug Ford really has had the advantage getting those checks in mailboxes before the election. Um, that money hit and people were able to deposit that right into their bank account. So I definitely think he's got the upper hand when it comes to affordability issues. Um, I think when it comes to Stephen Del Duca and Andrea Horwath specifically, they're going to have to cost out how much this is going to cost Ontarians. And you know, with the case of Stephen Del Duca, he's relatively undefined. More than 50% of Ontarians don't know who he is or what he's selling to, to the people of Ontario. So he's going to have to put some numbers behind the promises he's making, whether that's his transit announcement. Um, and, you know, today he came out and said that um, he'd like to see money diverted from the highway 13, 113 that uh, Doug Ford is promising uh, towards schools. So just putting a little bit more meat behind uh, these promises, I think, is what people are looking for. Can we talk about just the um, the strategy here in terms of we saw the NDP drop the entire platform pre-actual uh, campaign? We have seen the Conservatives say, well, here's our, here's our campaign documents called our budget. And meanwhile, we have Stephen Del Duca kind of doing more of a, a drib and drab it out uh, promises and, and saying, oh, you know, eventually we will get to a costed platform. What do you think works better? You know, I saw this a little bit in the federal election when the conservatives were first out the gate to drop their platform. I think it's good. I think people want um, some stability and some concrete action behind what these candidates are promising. And, you know, most people don't look at a physical campaign platform anymore, but they are looking online. They're looking to learn more about um, what what each of the party parties are promising. So I think it's good to be out the gate and just have a roadmap for what they're promising. And Stephen Delduc has got some catching up to do on that. I think the flip side to that would be then you generate headlines because you know you got to feed the machine each and every day. And if all your promises are already out, you're just doing re-announcements. Whereas you know it's a little bit more of a headline grabby thing for Del Duca to say, well, we're going to take this money and put it here, or you know get you a you know rotisserie chicken for cheaper or whatever it is. You know, again, I think like there are some lessons to be learned from last year's federal election campaign. You think that um, everybody would have a very good concrete idea of what each party is promising. But in an hour of 24 news cycles, you know, everybody's on social media. They're following the six o'clock news. Um, these promises are news. What the actual details and the costing of what is happening within that plan that they're pitching day to day um, is still news and it's still relevant. So I think uh, it's a win-win for the parties that have gotten their platforms out the gate. Can we just address for a moment, and I, I, I often say this, it doesn't matter where you are on the political spectrum, what your views are on his politics. Doug Ford is an accomplished retail politician. He has a, a connection when he's actually out uh, you know, pressing the flesh in a way that I don't see with any of the other leaders in on the Ontario election. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I reflect on um, earlier in the pandemic, you know, he made headlines for going out and helping people shovel their snow in, uh, in a in a snowstorm. And that's the kind of politician Doug Ford is. He's not afraid to roll up his sleeves and, you know, meet the people that are within his elector- electoral um, audience. So he's good at shaking hands. And I think, um, you know, as we kind of shift into a phase of an election we haven't really seen before where COVID measures have been dropped and people can get out and shake hands and uh, meet their crowds. Uh, I think he definitely has the advantage going into this. Hmm. Josie, great to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Josie Sabatino with Summa Strategies.